Welcome to Zikru Dafsi Money Memory by Ram Goldar and Tirim Zikru's Kedushin, Daf Samach the third Paraka Omer. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who have been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shlema. So the three tops are going to focus on number one. The next mission states that if a father says, I married off my daughter and accepted her divorce while she was a minor. If she's still a katana, he's believed to disqualify her from kahuna. If she's an adult, he's not believed. If he says, She was captured and I ransomed her, he's not believed and she remains permitted to kahanim. The Gemara initially understands the father is believed in the first case because it is currently beyond in his power to marry her off and accept her divorce, and he has no reason to lie. He's not believed regarding his adult daughter's marriage nor regarding her captivity because they're not within his ability. This is challenging, and Ravashi adds that it is never in the father's ability to compel her husband to divorce her, and even her marriage requires someone's consent. Rather, the Torah specifically granted a father believability regarding her marriage in the Pasuk as beating the Satil Ishazeh, I gave my daughter to this man in marriage. Pointing to the next mission teaches that one is believed to say before his death that he has children exempting his wife from Yibum, but is not believed to say he has brothers subjecting her to Yibum. This seems to disagree with Rabbi Nassim. For if one told his wife at marriage that he has children or has no brothers exempting her from Yibum, and at his death said the opposite, Rebbe says he's not believed to subject her to Yibum, Rebbe Nassim says he is. Abai ultimately explains that the mission discusses someone presumed to be exempt from Yibum, so he's not believed to change that status. The Brisa discusses one presumed to be subject to Yibum, who claimed at their marriage she was exempt. There is reason to believe him because if he was lying, he could have instead assured her that he would divorce her before his death, exempting her from Yibum. Rebbe holds Mali Lashankar Ka'edim Dami, the logic of why should I lie, is as compelling as aiding, thus completely uprooting the previous presumption, so we cannot reinstate it at death. Rebbe Nassim holds it as kachazakadami, only as compelling as a presumption, and only weaken the original presumption, so if he retracts his testimony at death, he is believed. And point with you, the next mission states that one who has two sets of daughters from two wives and declares that he accepted condition for his older daughter, but is uncertain if it was the older of his older daughters or the older of his younger daughters or the younger of the older daughters, Rabbi Meir says, All of them are prohibited to remarry without a get except for the youngest of the younger daughters. Rabbi Yossi says, They're all permitted except for the oldest of the older daughters. The Gemara explains that Rabbi Meir holds Machis Inish Nafshi a person would place himself in a position of doubt by using a term with multiple possible meanings. And Rabbi Yossi holds he would not and only refers to the oldest daughter. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states that if a father says, I married off my daughter and accepted her divorce while she was a minor. If she's still a katana, he's believed to disqualify her from kahuna. If she's an adult, he's not believed. If he says, She was captured and I ransomed her, he's not believed and she remains permitted to kahanim. The Gemara initially understands the father is believed in the first case because it is currently beyond it, in his power to marry her off and accept her divorce, and he has no reason to lie. He's not believed regarding his adult daughter's marriage nor regarding her captivity because they're not within his ability. This is challenging, and Ravashi adds that it is never in the father's ability to compel her husband to divorce her, and even her marriage requires someone's consent. Rather, the Torah specifically granted a father believability regarding her marriage in the Pasuk as beating the Satil Ishazeh, I gave my daughter to this man in marriage. Point number two, the next mission teaches that one is believed to say before his death that he has children exempting his wife from Yibum, but is not believed to say he has brothers subjecting her to Yibum. This seems to disagree with Rabbi Nassim. 
For if one told his wife at marriage that he has children or has no brothers, exempting her from Yibum, and at his death said the opposite, Rebbe says he's not believed to subject her to Yibum, Rebbe Nassim says he is. Abai ultimately explains that the mission discusses someone presumed to be exempt from Yibum, so he's not believed to change that status. The Brisa discusses one presumed to be subject to Yibum, who claimed at their marriage she was exempt. There is reason to believe him because if he was lying, he could have instead assured her that he would divorce her before his death, exempting her from Yibum. Rebbe holds Mali Lashankar Ke'edim Dummy. The logic of why should I lie is as compelling as aiding, thus completely uprooting the previous presumption, so he cannot reinstate it at death. Rebbe Nassim holds it as kachazakadami, only as compelling as a presumption, and only weaken the original presumption, so if he retracts his testimony at death, he is believed. And point number three, the next mission states that one who has two sets of daughters from two wives and declares that he accepted condition for his older daughter, but is uncertain if it was the older of his older daughters or the older of his younger daughters or the younger of the older daughters, Rebbe Meir says, All of them are prohibited to remarry without a get except for the youngest of the younger daughters. Rebbe Yossi says, They're all permitted except for the oldest of the older daughters. The Gemara explains that Rebbe Meir holds Machis Inish Nafshi a person would place himself in a position of doubt by using a term with multiple possible meanings. And Rabbi Yossi holds he would not and only refers to the oldest daughter. Alright, so now we go to our Simon Dab Samachdad, and our standard Simon is a secret agent sowed. A secret agent. So here goes. This secret agent who passed his first test and believed the father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, as well as the second test and believed the man presumed to have brothers who said he did not when he was Makadash a woman, was stumped trying to figure out the identity of the older daughter who a man with two sets of daughters had married off. Once again, some motion. The secret agent, secret agent, that must be run off Samach Dawid, sowed, secret. The secret agent who passed his first test and believed a father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, which reminds us that the next mission states that if a father says, I married off my daughter and accepted her divorce while she was a minor, if she's still a Katan, he's believed to disqualify her from Kahuna. If she's an adult, he's not believed. If he says she was captured and I ransomed her, he's not believed and she remains permitted to Kahanim. The Torah specifically granted a father believability regarding her marriage in the Pasuk as Biti Nasati Ishazeh. I gave my daughter to this man in marriage. So the secret agent who passed his first test and believed a father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, as well as the second test and believed the man presumed to have brothers who said he did not when he was Makadish, a woman, which reminds us, one presumed to be subject to Yibum because it's thought that he has brothers, who claimed at their marriage that she was exempt because he has no brothers. There's reason to believe him because if he was lying, he could have instead assured her that he would divorce her before his death, exempting her from Yibum. Rebbe holds Mali Lashankar Ke'edim Dami. The logic of why should I lie is as compelling as witnesses, thus completely uprooting the previous presumption so he cannot reinstate it at death. So the secret agent who passed his first test and believed the father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, as well as the second test and believed the man presumed to have brothers who said he did not when he was Makadash a woman, was stumped trying to figure out the identity of the older daughter who a man with two sets of daughters had married off, which reminds us. The next mission states that one who has two sets of daughters from two wives and declares that he accepted condition for his 
older daughter, but it's uncertain if it was the older of his older daughters, or the older of his younger daughters, or the younger of the older daughters. Rabbi Meir says, All of them are prohibited to remarry without a get, except for the youngest of the younger daughters, for a person would place himself in a position of doubt by using a term with multiple possible meanings. Rabbi Yossi says, They're all permitted except for the oldest of the older daughters, as he holds a person would not place himself in a position of doubt. So once again, the secret agent who passed his first test and believed the father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, as well as the second test and believed the man presumed to have brothers who said he did not when he was Makadosh a woman, was stumped trying to figure out the identity of the older daughter who a man with two sets of daughters had married off. All right, so now it's time for Vorbalapach Hazara. Dav Samach. So the similar Dav Samach is smiley face stickers. So here goes. The person handing out diamond-studded smiley face stickers, smiley face stickers, that must be worn Dav Samach. The person handing out diamond-studded smiley face stickers to the 100 men who are the same woman in different intervals, which reminds us, Abai says that although Rav wasn't sure if Ma'akshav Lachim Yom is a stipulation, effective immediately, or a retraction, effective after 30 days, he would agree that if one person says from now on after 30 days, then a second says from now on after 20 days, and a third says from now on after 10 days, that she's only possibly married to the first or third, but definitely not to the second, since the marriages take effect either at the beginning or end of the respective time periods would be Yochanan held otherwise and said even 100 men could take hold of her with condition of this formula and she would require a get from all of them so the person handing out diamond studded smiley face stickers to the 100 men who were Makash the same woman in different intervals also gave one to the man who's Makash a woman on condition he gives her 200 zuz when he gave which reminds us the next mission says that if one says be married to me on condition I give you 200 zuz she's married and he shall give it to her Amran disagree when it takes effect Rav Huna says and he gives it meaning She's married immediately, provided he eventually pays. Rabbi says, She's married when he gives it, but not before. If some would marry before the money is given, the second condition would take effect, according to Rabbi Yehuda. So, the person handing out diamond-sided smiley face stickers to the 100 men, who are Makadosh the same woman, in different intervals, also gave one to the man who is Makadosh a woman on condition, he gives her two on his when he gave it. And to the man who is Makadosh on condition, he had base core of land, because it was confirmed he owned that amount of land. Which reminds us, the next mission states that if someone says, be married to me, on condition of a base core of land, she's married provided that he has that amount of land. The one wonders that even if he cannot establish that he owns such land, should we consider the possibility that he might and require a get? Daf Samachov. So the similar Daf Samachov is a song. We use a magician doing the sawing a person in half trick. So here goes. The magician performing his saw a person in half trick. Magician performing a saw a person in half trick? That must be on Daf Samachov. Saw. The magician performing a saw a person in half trick on top of a tent of a rock in the field he redeemed when Yobel was in effect, which reminds us, it was taught in the Mishnah, that if someone is Makdish's field when Yobel is in effect, the field is redeemed for 50 silver coin for each Zeret Chomer Saorim, each area on which a Chomer of barley may be planted. Now, if there are clefts 10 Tfachim deep or rocks 10 Tfachim high, they're not measured with the field to count toward a Zeret Chomer Saorim, rather they're independently hectish and redeemed at value. If they're smaller, they're counted. So the magician performing his saw a person in half trick on top of a 10 Tfach rock in the field he redeemed when Yobel was an effect, who pronounced a tonight kafu incantation to his volunteer from the audience and said, if you don't make a sound, you get a big prize, but if you scream, you get a small prize, which reminds us, in the next mission, Rimer says, Kol tanai, any tanai, which is not doubled like the tanai of the children of God and the children of Ruvain, is not a valid tanai and not binding. Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel disagrees and says the negative sign of the tanai was needed to be stated.
So the magician performing his saw a person in half-trick on top of a tent of rock in the field he redeemed when Yovo was in effect, who pronounced a Tanai Kafu incantation to his volunteer from the audience and said, if you don't make a sound, you get a big prize, but if you scream, you get a small prize, was told by his agent, if you better your act, you will be rewarded, but if not, your notice about employment is hanging on the door, which reminds us the Gemara presents numerous challenges to Rabbi Chanin Gamliel's position that a Tanai is valid without expressing the negative side. Akash Baruch said to Kain, in if you better yourself, you'll be rewarded. So why did he add in Moseit, but if you do not better yourself, sin rests at the door. According to Rechanina, the negative side is understood. The Gemara answers that without the negative side expressed, one would think that if you do not better yourself, there'll be no reward nor punishment. So the Pasuk teaches there will also be punishment. Dav Samach So the similar Dav Samach is a submarine. So here goes. When the diamond studded submarine, submarine, that must mean we're on Dav Samach Beis. When the diamond studded submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be Makarish woman saying, marry me after I convert, which reminds us, the next mission teaches several cases of a Kedushan performed with a woman who is not currently eligible to marry the man, but he stipulated it should take effect after she becomes eligible. For example, if someone said, become married to me after I convert. The Kedushan is ineffective in all these cases, even after the event takes place, because Kedushan was impossible at the time. The future eligible status is a Dover Olam, a thing that has not yet come into the world. On Daf Samak Gimel Amin Alf, Rabbi Meir argues and says the condition is effective in all these cases. So when the diamond-studded submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be a Kaddish woman saying, marry me after I convert, the Jewish captain rushed to land where he found grain attached to the ground and with his powerful hand held high declared a truma, which reminds us, a Mishnah teaches that one cannot separate truma on grain still attached to the ground. Ravasi asked Rabbi Yochan if someone designates picked produce as truma on attached produce, or the reverse, so to take effect when the produce is picked, and it was subsequently picked, is the truma effective? Rabbi Yochanan answers, anything that is in one's power to change, it's not viewed as missing an act required to change it, because he can pick the produce at any time, he can declare truma to take effect after it's actually picked. So when the diamond-studded submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be a Kaddish woman saying, marry me after I convert, the Jewish captain rushed to land where he found grain attached to the ground and with his powerful hand held high declared a truma after he verified it had reached the stage of shakas, which reminds us. In a Bryson supporting Rabbi Yochan's opinion, Rabbi Lassim Yaakov goes further and says that one may even designate truma before the grain reaches the stage of shlish, a third of its growth to take effect after it reaches the stage and is picked. Clearly, he holds one may affect transactions on a davish lobo olam, since it's not in his power to separate truma currently. Rabbi says that Rabbi Lassim's ruling only pertains to shakas, grows at the fodder stage, which Rush explains is the first stage that can be considered significant, but the earlier agam stage is too insignificant. So the similar Dav Samach is a Segway. So here goes. The young man racing on a Segway. Segway? That must be more than Dav Samach The young man racing on a Segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman, which reminds us. The next mission states that if one says to a woman, become married to me, on condition that I will speak on your behalf to the ruler or on condition I will work for you like a laborer for a day, the condition is effective if he performs these services. Rachel Akish says, It's only true where he also gave her something worth a pruta, but the service itself does not generate condition. So the young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot 
whom she married, which reminds us, a Mishnah on Amun Bay states that if a man says, Kiddashias Biti, the Eniodeo Mikidashtia, I married off my daughter, but I do not know to whom I married her, and someone claims he is a husband, Ne'eman, he's believed. If two people make this claim, one divorces her, and the other may marry her, Rav says, Ne'eman Litan Get, the Ein Ne'eman Lichnos. The one claiming to be the husband is believed to give her a get, but is not believed to marry her. He's believed to divorce her because Ein Admechota Bololo. A person does not sin without benefit for himself, but he's not believed to marry because perhaps Yitzro Tokfo, his Yitzhohor, is taking hold of him to make this claim. So the young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot whom she married and came across a man testifying to a basin that he married off his Na'ara daughter who didn't look very happy, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, if a father testifies that he accepted condition for his daughter, would we stone to death based on his testimony if she commits adultery as a Na'ara? Rav says we would not because the Torah only granted the father credibility regarding Isser, but not for capital punishment. Ravasi says we would stone based on his testimony and the father is fully believed. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which nothing when if someone says, be married to me on condition I have a base core of land, she's married provided that he has that amount of of land that's on Duff. Samach. Good. Number two. Wish something when a man who's presumed to have brothers is believed to say he does not to exempt his wife from Yibum, for Rebbe holds the logic of Mali Shankar is as compelling as witnesses. That's on Duff. Samach. Good. Number three. Wish something of a case where someone designates produce which is attached to become Truma when it's detached. That's on Duff. Samach. Good. Number four. Which Daphne Malchovs, who is engaged in a case where a father with two sets of daughters accept the condition for the older one, but can't remember whom he was referring to? That's on Duff. Good number five. Which stuff we learn that only a Vodazor and Shemitah produce confer the prohibited status onto their payments? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff do we discuss redeeming a field during Yovel times with clefts and rocks in it? That's on Duff. Samachov. Good number seven. Which duff do we have whether one marrying a woman on condition he speaks on her behalf to the ruler is effective? That's on duff. Samachimol. Good number eight. Which duff do we have the analogy of animahapach becharara? That's on duff. None task. Good number nine. Which duff do we discuss if a father testifies that he married off his Na'ara daughter? Can she be chayv skil if she commits adultery afterwards? That's on duff. Good. And number 10. Which of the when a father is believed to say he married off his katana daughter and accepted her get? That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Ram Goldharvim Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.